Hello there. Thank you for joining us on David Ibiomi Podcast. We believe that a sermon you're about to hear will enlighten your mind and grant you the true salvation that can only be found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. God sent me because of you. And until you are blessed, heaven will not rest. Today, we're looking at the enemies of effective prayer. There are a couple of people on earth that before they speak, God answers them. There's a dimension of Christianity where you sweatlessly succeed. What is prayer? Prayer is communicating with God and getting feedback from him on the basis of his word and our relationship with him. God it's not in the business of studying prayers. It's all that answered prayers. Psalm 65 verse 2. It said, call upon me and I will do what? Answer you and show you greater might than no else not. Jeremiah 33 verse 3. Isaiah 65 verse 24. Why you are here speaking, I have answered. He said, the thoughts I think towards you are thoughts of good and not of evil to give an explanation. God is interested in your success and welfare Satan is also interested in your defeat. Satan is not powerful, but he's subtle to make you to be defeated. So he makes you offend God, do things that make God not to answer you. He said, we are not ignorant of the devices of the devil, the why, the tricks of the devil. Enemies to deal with for effective prayer. The first enemy to deal with if your prayer will be effective is offense. Offense is a feeling of anger, bitterness, and resentment against God. Born out of a faulty notion that God has not been fair to you. It is simply saying in your heart, with your mouth, and in your actions that I merit and deserve something better than what I'm passing through. Why is God withholding his blessings from me? It is judging God unfaithful of his promise. It is striving with God in a faulty notion that you have been fairly untreated by him in spite of all your good works. God, you know I'm very good. Why are this is happening to me? I preached a message several years ago and I titled it 10 Persons God Cannot Help. And one of such persons that God cannot help are the people who believe God is their problem. The one who will help you cannot be your problem. His plans are good, so he cannot be the one organizing bad for you. So the moment a man has offenses against God, prayer will not be answered. And such persons cannot be held by God anymore. The one is a faultless God. He's a faithful God. There's no mistake with him. Don't have a negative perspective about God. God is not a wicked God. Two people had a problem in the Bible. Two of them saw God from different perspectives. They were strong apostles. One is John the Baptist. And one is Apostle Paul. John the Baptist is like many of us in the church. He was the one that said, this is a lamp of the world that came to take away the sins of the world. But when he was thrown into prison in Matthew chapter 11, 1 to 6, John the Baptist asked a very silly question. He said, is Jesus Christ the one to come? That is, he was angry. If you are truly the son of God, why am I here? 
And Jesus sent a statement back to John. He said, go and tell John. Then the case is doubting me. Is he not the one that announced me? The blind received their sight. The lame walk. What is he saying that I might want to come? He said, blessed are those who are not offended in me. That means already John was offended. And you know, his head was beheaded. Paul had the same problem in Acts of the Apostles 16. Paul did not do what John the Baptist did. Paul knew that God is ever faithful. So Paul turned his energy to praise God and pray. God, I have been serving you. I have given you offering. Everything I have done. Why am I not pregnant? I have been serving you. Why will all this happen to me? That question you have asked is the reason why prayer has not been answered. So you can't ask God. Many of us are offended with God in our heart. Even if we don't say it out. Most people have lost their defense because of offense. John questioned the integrity of Jesus because of offense and was beheaded. You won't be beheaded. To complain and protest against God is to regret in the end. But to thank and praise God, no matter the condition, is to be a beneficiary. Make your choice. You say all things work together for good to them that love him. Don't let the devil use the trap of offense to make you react against God. All Satan is after is to make sure your prayer is not answered. Say from today, where have I been offended? With God. I ask for mercy in the name of Jesus. Second enemy of effective prayers is unforgiveness. In Mark chapter 11, 25-26 and whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him. That your father in heaven may also forgive your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your father in heaven forgive your trespasses. Unforgiveness is a barrier to effective prayer. God's forgiveness to you is directly proportional to the forgiveness you show to those who have offended you. Husbands, forgive your wives so your prayers will not be hindered. Wives, forgive your husbands so that you two things can go well with you. In Colossians 3 verse 19, it says, Husbands, love your wives and be not bitter against them. In 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 7, Likewise, you husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor to your wife as unto a wicked vessel, and has been held together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. Don't drive that woman out of your house and divorce her because of a minor issue that can be resolved amicably. Wives, too, don't pack out of her home because of slight provocation. In Psalm 133 and 4, he says, If that law should have marked an increase, O Lord, who shall stand? There's forgiveness with thee that thou mayest be feared. If God count your errors, <laughs> sins and atrocities, are you sure you live to see the next day? God said, the way you are merciful to others, that is how he will be merciful to you. Most of us, even when we deserve to be punished, God show mercy on us. Lamentation 3.22 says, it is the lost mess that we are not consumed. So some of us will have been consumed because of the nonsense we have done, but God show mercy. That you had a quarrel with somebody does not mean that you should not forgive the person. 
Even when the person has come to ask for forgiveness. Even when the person says sorry, you say no way. If you don't forgive, your prayers will never be answered. Colossians 3.13 says, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, if that Christ forgive you, so also do ye. Readiness to forgive is the sign of Christian maturity. Again, that a young man jilted you, forgive him. Men, forgive that woman you trained in school. She abandoned you to go and marry another man. Forgive her. Forgive your parents that refuse to train you. Still show them love by sending money to them. Your father left your mother when you were small. Forgive. He went and brought another woman and pushed your mother away. Forgive. Now you are born again. God has pushed you into the kingdom. But I'll tell you how to walk in quick forgiveness because to forgive is not simple. A. Crucify the flesh. It was when Jesus was crucified that he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Luke 23, 34. You cannot forgive if you don't die to the flesh. Paul said, I die daily. 1 Corinthians 15, 31b. The flesh is when your sense ruled. When your carnal, that is your ruled by your senses. You walk by your feelings, not walking by the word of God. You forgive because of the word of God. Just say, I don't feel like, I can't do that. I don't feel like doing it. No. When you are crucified, you don't walk by feelings. I don't longer walk by feelings. I walk by the word of God. And to be carnally minded, he said. To be spiritually minded, have peace. A carnal man cannot forgive. He will always want to see this. Is why you don't forgive. So you have to crucify the flesh. B. Make allowances for people's errors. Considering the fact that you are not perfect. Since you are not error free. See others do that. <laughs> Whatever they do to they are like you. Learn to forgive people in advance like me. People will offend you knowingly and unknowingly. Just as you to offend people knowingly and unknowingly. Make out good reasons for them concerning what they did. The reason Jesus forgave them was because he knew they knew not what they did. Don't expect too much from people. Understand that man is man and they can change anytime. See, break out in your mind from your natural background. He said, don't be conformed to this world. Romans 12 verse 2, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and accept the perfect will of God. For instance, your biological background affects you. So when you are born again, you have to consciously break out of your natural world mind. Because the environment where you come from and where you are born and where you grow affects you. So when you are born again, you have to consciously break out of that kind of mindset. Consciously kill the negative attributes and attitudes of your natural tribe so that you can please God. Every biological environment has a negative path. Every. Whether black or white, yellow, green. So we break out of our natural background. And that cannot come through prayer. It comes through what? Renewing of the mind with the word of God. 
D. Depend on the Holy Spirit. Jesus couldn't offer himself to be crucified in the flesh without the help of the Holy Spirit. In Hebrews chapter 9 verse 14, how much more shall the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God pour your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. The Holy Spirit makes you to be dead to emotions and become alive to scriptural realities of God kind of love. It takes the stony heart of you and places you a living conscience. It's the one that shares the love of God abroad in our heart. Romans 5.5 5. E. Finally, know and understand the implications of unforgiveness. Just not understand that those who you refuse to forgive, you also make sure to put into trouble. You know, in Matthew chapter 18, if you read 32, 35, a man was forgiven. He refused to forgive, so he was handed over to the tormentors. Diseases, hindered prayer, shame, loss. Above all, you may miss heaven. Your offering too will not be accepted. It's so powerful. He said, therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there remember that thy brother had ought against thee, why did you go and settle with him first? Matthew 5, 23. Some things you don't pray. You go and walk on yourself. You cannot forgive until you understand love. You must understand love before you can forgive. What makes you forgive people is a book I read by Kenneth Hagin, Love Your Way to Victory. That was where the revelation of walking in love came. Look at your wife. How can you sleep with a woman and you're holding her in your heart? That's the woman you're sleeping with. You're sleeping with a man and yet he says, I will never forgive this man. Yet you open your legs for that same man. Whom you're holding. That's the reason heavens have been closed. Lord, I release my husband. Yes, the young man told you he will marry you. But all of a sudden, he left you for another girl. And anytime you see the man, he said it's better for him to die. Can this young man be alive? Let him God say you will die. I won't give you another husband until you let go of this young man in your heart. So look at some people you have tied in your heart and listen. Thank you for listening. Join us same time, same place for more life transforming messages with David Ibiomi. Remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also follow the link in the description box to purchase full audio messages and ebooks. God bless you. Until you are blessed, heaven will not rest.